Yo, Stocks and Bars. Today we are going to talk about how do you start your own business? And I got one of my good friends from my Empower Empire to help you out today. Let's go. I got my click ready to use the money they got from jobs and courage and teaching them that it's not so hard. I'm doing this, making investing pop. You law is extra. You tuning in to Stocks and Bars. Yo, it is Stocks and Bars. So today, we're going to continue on with my Empower Empire, my circle of friends. Who I have with me today is a guy who we connected through work. And when I got there, <laughs> me and this guy, we, we clicked instantly. Um, we had um, what I will call similarities. <laughs> and um, from the very minute that me and this guy started talking, we hit it off and we had a lot in common as far as our goals. Uh, he's always been fly and flashy. He didn't know I was admiring him from a distance. You know, I see him come in with the latest and greatest. And you know, I'm like, man, my guy's over there doing it, man. So after we got to talking more, you know, I noticed that his mindset on business is similar to mine. And we've had a very, very great relationship. So he's also recently started a business. And we're going to get down to the business talking right. about this stocks and bars i want to bring to you my friend anthony duval what's going on man <laughs> hey, hey man. man hey it's a pleasure to be on the show pleasure to speak with you hello out there looking forward to this <laughs> all right man so let's jump into this one all right so as i was telling everybody you recently started a business so what i want to start off is what sparked you to start your business, one, and mm -hmm. two, how far along are you in it to where you're, uh, I want to say, um, firmly in your business? Like, what was your, your time frame from when you started to where you're at right now? Okay, well, this particular adventure that I'm on right now um, started about two years ago. Um, I recently retired from the United States military. A uh, partner of mine, he and I, came out of the service uh, just last year. A uh, year before we came out, we did say that we wanted to start a business venture. We wanted to actually open up a cigar lounge. That's what our thought was. Guys just talking, you know, old war vets talking. Well, retirement came. We put this ideal in motion, and we launched the ideal of a cigar lounge. So uh, that's that's what inspired this latest uh takeoff of businesses for me so we get this thing well first thing we do we search the, the areas of cleveland and akron we're looking for uh, an up-and-coming neighborhood a uh, okay. vibrant neighborhood, neighborhood that's putting energy back into it you know a lot of economic support and things of that nature and we stumbled across old brooklyn uh it's uh, we like to call it the soft side of cleveland the southwest side <laughs> really <laughs> Up and coming, uh, regentrify area. Quite frankly, okay. Um, and a lot of economic money went into that neighborhood, and and we took an old building, an old nightclub, and and really wanted to turn it upside down. It was it was an old place that a lot of the locals in the town uh, weren't really fond of. Uh, so I pitched an idea to both War Councilman Tony Bracatelli, 
Uh, he liked the idea. Um, we were upfront with him, told him what, what we wanted to do. So I think that was really got us moving was getting that buy-in and partnership with the actual community that you're going to be involved in. So okay. I couldn't have enough. Uh, bring out the olive branch, uh, whatever you may be doing. If it involves other stakeholders, you definitely want to do that. And I think that, you know, bridging that gap helped us along the way as we progress into this business venture. Okay. So the first steps that you had to take in order to get your business is first, you got to have that conversation with the right minds. Okay. Yeah. You got that going Two, Once you do that, what's the next procedure like for your business plan? How simple was it for you to put that together? You'd be surprised. Uh, you don't have to recreate the wheel. In their <laughs> community, there's some type of development center or some type of resource that's there. I literally uh, touched in, uh, got in touch with the Hispanic uh, Heritage Culture Center over on the west side of Cleveland. Um okay. Met a gentleman there. Um, he's really well versed in, in business plans. He helped me out, free charge, free service. You just you know, people are willing to help. So he critiqued the business plan that we had, um, and gave us some tools and resources that we will later come to use down the line. And and again, meeting with him, meeting with the folks at the old Brooklyn Development Council. Uh, shout out to my girl over there. Uh, 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 Mindy and uh, um, I can't call the other lady. I'll get their names here. Jamie, Jamie's another big one. She was a very big help. Lucas, can't forget Lucas. Uh, so, hey, guys just really took care of you. They, their, their interest is trying to help young entrepreneurs. So okay. you're out there. Don't think that you're doing it alone. There's a lot of folks out there that are willing to help. And that's their purpose out here is to help young businesses get off the ground. So that's the thing, man. People don't understand that there are a lot of free resources out there that you can take advantage of. Absolutely. You can get in motion. You just got to take the initiative and just go look. I say a lot of times how you can just do simple Google searches and you can find anything near you that's going to be beneficial to you. So if you want to get it, it's waiting there for you to get it. It's that simple. It really is. You know, folks are willing to help. And you're right. The Google search, it, it sounds simplistic, but it'll put you in the right ball field that you need to be. And right. you may not have specifics, but you'll get the generalities of what you may be looking for. Right. And then you just, press, you know, just kind of push upon that. So, hey, Google's my friend. It's always been my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, man. It has got me through a lot. So anybody out there who wants to start your business, all you got to do is have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Once you have that, just do a simple Google search. Sometimes there aren't free resources, but a lot of times there are. In your case, there is. So once you had that business plan, the next step that you had to do was you had to talk with the city is what you said, right? Yes. So uh, again, I kind of alluded to the fact that the bar had been vacant. It was an old bar nightclub. It had been vacant for a number of years. Um, And talking with the local community, there were issues and things that I kind of mentioned before. So um, again, I, I partnered with the city and the old Brooklyn Development Council. My first thing was to come up with a resolution. After they seen the business plan, um, I got buy-in from the 12th Ward Councilman Tony Bracatelli, as I mentioned, was really excellent in helping us get on our feet. Um, and then there were a lot of variances and things that needed to be done with the city of Cleveland. So it's really doing your due diligence. You know, it, don't take it for an answer. And, I, and right. that's the thing I would say here. 
don't let anyone tell you no. If, if there's a regulation or, or a law or something that needs to be looked at, take the time to do the research and find out what the ordinance and what are the city ordinances pertaining to what. And every time they told us we couldn't open, we filed a variance. They said we couldn't do something else. We filed a variance. <laughs> and when you challenge and you get in front of folks and you get in front of the magistrates, and, and luckily for us, one of the silver linings with COVID, everything was done online. So we didn't have to yeah. march down. <laughs> so benefit of the COVID experience for us. So, but you know, really you get in front and you plead your, you know, you plead your case. When folks see that you're about business and that you're trying to partnership with some of these neighborhoods to turn the tide in some of these developing situations, people are willing and eager to help. You know, right. they just they really were. And and I appreciated that. So it's again in this segment, I would just say look, partnership with those that you're working with, whether it's a local municipality or the local town hall or whatever it may be, let them know who you are. Be a face, be a name that goes with the face and that'll buy you some bargaining chips down the line when it's when you get close. All right, so we got all those steps just for everybody else who needs to follow. Get your idea, get your business plan, however you may, and make sure you talk with your local ordinance about whatever plans that you have and once right. you get your face out there, people are going to recognize you as long as you're consistent about yes. it. you got to make sure you're consistent about it. So yes. the next thing I want to talk about is the part that a lot of people get hung up on. And it's going to be the funding. Yes. You may have a lot of good ideas. You may have your business plan in front of you. But a lot of people get scared away with what they feel like is the initial investment to get started. So if you don't mind, could you share with people about your experience on how you got over that hump? That is always a continuing hump to get over. (laughs) (laughs) My partner and I, we we actually started with a little capital, which made our this particular venture uh, a little bit more easier than some. Okay. Um, Starting with some liquid capital is was essential for us. But I tell you what, the next best thing to liquid capital is credit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you may not have all the chips, but if you have a strong business plan and you can show what you have and, and, and write out a, a profit and loss statement, I, I encourage that part of your business plans. Make sure you have a 12-month profit and loss statement so you can project what you know your cost of sales are going to be if it, if it, if that's the industry that you're in or, or whatever that you have you want to have a P&L because any investor wants to see did you think this through enough for me to give you some of my money to invest in you right. so again may not have the liquid capital but when i say the i'm i'm talking about the banks <laughs> the banking is <laughs> owning institutions because <laughs> They're in business to loan money. No banks right. out just taking your money. The banks can't operate if they don't loan money out. Hence, right. put the interest rate on and so forth and so on. So they're in the business to give the money. Just show them a solid plan. Right. Quite solid plan, vision, what you want to do, and good credit with very little capital. And you'll find that those doors will kind of open up for you. That's one avenue that you could actually you know, take outside of applying for grants and loans and things of that nature. That's that's fairly simple. Once you once you have everything in motion, you 
it's beneficial for you to have some type of money behind you, whether whatever it may be for whatever type of business that you got. Yeah. It's like I said, beneficial for you to have that money. And if you don't have it, your strong business plan is going to be enough to convince somebody to yes. let them know how serious you are about your business to yes. take it further and for them to take the risk to give you the money. So yeah. Yeah. that's, that, that's a business one-on-one right there. <laughs> right. You got over all those humps there. So when you got into this, obviously, you know, you're gung-ho, you hyped up, you got your business plan, everything is in motion. And when you started actually doing this, you know, what are some things that you've run into that you did not think about when you very first started this idea? Uh, it's it, There's always going to be something. I, I like to say it. You got to pay everybody at the end of the day. So, <laughs> I would <have> envelopes. <laughs> All jokes aside, uh, there, there are hidden hidden potholes everywhere you, you, you're just going to run across them there's there's things you don't know that you just don't know because it's an experience to go through it i mean right. you're going to go down you're going to you know anything can happen at any time there's going to be different permits that are required that you may not have known that you needed there are going to be other licensures that you may know you may need that you didn't know you needed so just be prepared for those and and i one thing that i've really learned with this particular venture that we're on Try to avoid setting hard deadline dates of when you could potentially hmm. open or or be over a certain hurdle. Um, because what happens, uh, the unknowns happen, and and they can cause a frustrating thing for you when you think, okay, we're going to open up, we need to get this inspection. Oh, building inspector said this, or the fire marshal said this, or I mean, you know, and it's always you're dealing with a lot of different factions, particularly with the city, if it, whether it's Akron, Cleveland, or wherever it may be, but, um, and, you know, and it's, it's, it's just a bureaucracy of, of the business sometimes. So that will be said, be aware of that. Just be aware and just know that mentally, don't let it drain you down, that there's just some loopholes you just got to jump through. It's part of the, it's part of the bureaucracy. It just really is. That's something that everybody needs to plan for. You got to have that rainy day idea that if it yeah. happens, you just got to roll with the punches, man. Have a strong roll. chin. <laughs> <laughs> so on the opposite end of things, there are some things that you didn't run into or that you didn't think about that you've run into. What are some things that you didn't think about that were actually beneficial to you along this journey? Just for me personally, it's just my communication skills. Okay. Uh, I really, I, I, I take the time to, to try to interface with folks. I mean, I know in our convenient world now, we we text and we call, and, and those are great ways of communicating. But every chance that I had to get out and, and go meet folks in the city or the community in which I was launching a business, I took advantage of that opportunity. So my communication skill, I think, really, because I put a face to a project that's that's opening in the neighborhood that I'm, that's unfamiliar to me. Okay. So having that ability and, 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 you know, and some folks don't like to communicate in person like that. I particularly take it. I, I I'm fond of it. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, <laughs> I'll go with anyone. So, uh, but that really helped me. I really say my communication skills really. So with this project, 
Like, how did you come up with this idea? You know, because to me, it's kind of unique. I haven't seen anything in <laughs> my area or neither have I even seen anything outside of the area that even resembles this. But then again, I'm also not a cigar smoker. So that could also play into yeah. it. But besides yeah. that, you know, what made you think of this idea and run with it? Well, my partner and I, we, we are cigar smokers. I, I, I can't call myself a aficionado, but we know we, we've tangled in cigars for a couple of years now. And, and that's just something that we've always said that, Hey, if we had, an, if we had a chance and, and this is, you know, visiting different cigar lounges throughout the city or when you're out of the city somewhere and you just have, you know, it's a really laid back, relaxed atmosphere. Um, and that's this particular project that we are on uh, with Sticks and Stones. It is a, a very mature, laid back audience crowd um, that, you know, will prevent, will provide that environment. And if anyone has been to a cigar lounge where there's comfortable and warm people and good drinks and good cigars, it's, it's a, a grown folks venue, I like to say. <laughs> Tell everybody, you know, where they can end up finding you at when you're ready and come on down. Yeah, I tell you what, and what's one thing about this particular venue, what we're what I like to tell folks is that we're selling exclusivity with this one here. We literally this is this is a membership only cigar lounge in the city of Cleveland. Um uh, very low membership cost. It'll be a cap membership on top of that. So uh, once I launch the Twitter handles out, then if it's okay with you, I'll plug those out here. Um, but we're we're really ready today. Just a symbolic moment for us today. We actually had the city of Cleveland sign off on our final inspection today. What okay. it's called. So that actually took place today. So we're kind of excited. We're a little celebratory today. So with that being said, we're hoping to open the doors within the next two, three weeks easily. Oh, okay. Yeah, brother. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> so that is it for us, man. This is, um, your dreams can come true. All you have to do is put the work in. Too many people think that you can just run out here and get something for nothing and yeah. that don't exist. You, you got to put in some type of work man my man's over here he put in the work he went he made sure he went out there got his face out there shook the hands kissed the babies yeah. <laughs> that type of work man made sure that he was out there and people remembered yeah and that's the thing once they remember then they'll be likely to get with you man so you'll be opening up in two to three weeks from now by the time you hear this if you're in cleveland make sure that you drop them a line um once you get the twitter handles go ahead all right, here we are. We sticks and stones, two sticks, three stones, and you can follow us. Uh, hit us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, and again, we're right there in the old Brooklyn three three one two Broadview Road. Sticks and stones, come check us out. All right, that's my man right there. I'm proud of you, right. man. You make me happy. <laughs> it's always good to see when my people prosper, man. This is beautiful. Hey, I, hey, I appreciate the support, baby. Yeah, absolutely appreciate you, brother. Love you and everything you've got going for you, man. You and your family. Yeah, hey, I think yeah, you as well, brother. You as All well. Right. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to get this next one in. We're going to get these bars in. And we'll check you next time. All right, baby. Y'all holla. Peace. Uh. 
Growing up in poverty, we taught we needed money And what we really needed was taught how to use it You do things to earn it and turn around and abuse it Did illegal things to turn one cent to two cents To our own culture, we became a nuisance It's time you take a stand on those two sticks that you live Now we change the narrative, it's our time to do this With the internet, there's no room for excuses Owning a business is no longer exclusive To get a website, you can own one in two clicks Wall Street got houses for sale you can move in, prices are affordable, don't matter who you is Money is a tool to climb the ladder, the truth is Invested they will grow like when the plant shoots a new stem Life is what you make it, you get out of it what you give Tell yourself these next six words that this tune gives You, you got what I need But you 